0: your head back and shout! Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now, baby. Say you will. Come on, come on. Say you will. Come on and shout. Say you will. Yeah, shout! Buffalo's happening now. Shout! We're on the move. Now, making it happen now. got the spirit, a lot of spirit, yeah you got the spirit, just watch it happen now. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo.
1: If the bills, the bills make, make you shout, shout, then you're in the right place. This is. The Mafia Minute. And I'm one of your hosts, Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth master of salary cap gymnastics. Just call me McBean, baby. I'm here with the Soup Deucer to talk about the greatest team in the history of the multi-universe in any spectrum you could ever possibly imagine, the Buffalo Bills. Soup, say hi to the Mafia.
2: What's up, Mafia? It's me, the Soup. I am here on the Mafia Minute with Jamie G. And we're here to talk about What's happening with the Bills right now, man, in the offseason, early stages offseason, man? So uh, bring it in, dude. What's going
1: on, man? Yeah, let's get into it. Before we dive into free agency, we got to talk a little bit about the coaching staff. Defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier announced unexpectedly that he's taking a year off. He's not doing it for health reasons, and he's not necessarily retiring. He's just taking a year off. This caught the entire organization by surprise at least that's what they're saying definitely the players but he is expected to return in 2024 just general thoughts here i mean to me it feels like this was a you know the bills did not say or state at all that he's expected to return to their organization in 2024 just that he's respected to return to me this felt more like a a really i respect the shit out of you we're not going to fire you but we need to go in a different direction. That It felt more like that than just something random that's going on with Leslie Frazier. I think this was, we're not gonna fire you because of the man you are and because how much we respect you, but we need to have a different defensive philosophy. I, I really think that's what this was.
2: Maybe I think it was more mutual than that. I think maybe he uh, decided he needed because other like, why not just try and get on the market and go to a different team? Maybe he needed a little bit of time, you know, to try and figure shit out in his own head and, you know, step back and take a year off of football, which is odd because you don't see that happen very often. But
1: maybe, uh, you know, I mean, every once in a while, somebody might need that kind of thing, man, you know. Yeah, well, well, you know, that's, that's, it could be, man. I mean, and I think in time we'll kind of, we'll kind of learn what it is, but, but or we maybe, have it's to a, or maybe it's him. just the Bills organization giving them the long goodbye, dude. I don't know. You know, what I mean, I, 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 I think it is, but I, I think they, they kind of knew we had to get better on defense and, um, it, you know, wasn't good enough. But I mean, this is a guy we that gotta replace him. Is arguably, him. Or
2: was and, arguably up for head coaching jobs and shit, you know, um, Definitely. A year yeah, but he never
1: got one so much and, now,
2: you know, so maybe, maybe that factored in on his mentals and was like, you know, step back and fucking figure this thing out. You know. And the Bills
1: defense was wildly successful, but it's a specific scheme that they play. And honestly, it, it you know, it just wasn't good enough um, the last couple of playoff runs. So we got to replace them um you know who do you think is going to call plays on the defense Uh, i mean the word the word on the street is they're looking in house and it's a real possibility that that sean mcdermott might be calling the defensive plays this season that news broke at the at the combine where he's expected to do that i mean he's obviously been a high performing elite defensive coordinator in the past that's what got him a a head coaching job um, and there's other NFL coaches that call defensive plays for their team. I think you know Dennis Allen of the Saints, Brandon Staley of the Chargers, and you know Todd Bowles of the of uh, the um, uh, the uh, the Buccaneers. So thoughts on McDermott calling plays here?
2: I'm not against it at all. I mean, McDermott is a defensive mastermind man. If he wants to call the bucket plays try it i mean you know i don't think it'll i don't think it'll be that bad of an idea you know i mean is it going to be putting too much on his plate you know that would be the only uh that would be the only downside i could see there you know Um, will he be able to focus on on all of that at once you know um but uh but i do think if he were calling defensive plays and then then we could be in worse hands for sure you know so i don't think that that's a terrible idea
1: yeah, and if you and if you went back a couple of years ago, the Bills' defense was kind of struggling, and McDermott actually stepped in, stepped in and started calling plays for a couple of games. Um, you know, so so it's not the first time, even since he's been with the Bills, that he's called plays. So, and, and you know, they made a big signing that kind of flew under the radar on the coaching staff, and that senior defensive assistant Al Holcomb. Uh, he he was you know, worked with Sean McDermott and Brandon McBean when they were in, uh, I'm sorry, Brandon Bean when they were in um, uh, Carolina together. He's he's widely respected as a, as a really great defensive coach. Uh, he has experience, and our defensive line coach, Eric Washington, has experience as, you know, Colin played. So I think they've got people there on that staff. I don't expect them to go out and hire somebody new and bring in all new, you know, assistant okay, coaches. Yeah. I think this yeah. is going to be kind of just, you know, fill it in house and just, and just, we're just going to be a better, more aggressive defense is, is what I'm hoping, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of those changes as we move on. Let's get to quarterback. Okay. Let's start there at the top of the list here. Case Keenum, our backup from last year, he signed down with Houston for the Texans. And we had an empty, you know, depth chart behind Josh Allen. I think we still got, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Barkley. I think we still got Barkley, but I don't know why I drew blank on that. But we needed a backup here without a ton of cap space or options. We did an Allen thing. We signed Josh Allen's buddy. I didn't realize he was he was boys with Kyle Allen, but we signed Kyle Allen to be our presumptive backup here. Might not be the sexiest signing, but he Josh Allen wanted him. They met during pre-draft training back in 2018, became really good friends and even roommates. Um, soup thoughts on this? I mean. We didn't really uh, go out and spend a lot
2: of money, so Yeah, I don't hate it. I would have maybe liked to have seen a veteran presence in there instead, but uh you know, I mean hopefully we don't see the backup quarterback, you know. I mean, that's that's always the number one, you know, you know you wanna you wanna you wanna go through the season, and not have to worry about having to see that guy on the field other unless he's taking a knee in the fourth quarter or some shit, you know. Um but well, uh, the role
1: the role's really in the in the in the uh quarterback's room, right? Well that's in what I'm saying. That's where you want and, that's where you want more of a
2: veteran presence. So I was kinda of thinking like, you know, maybe it would have been more beneficial to get an older veteran type kind of guy in there. Um But hey man, if they think it's a good fit,
1: I'm behind it. Yeah, and, and let's not forget, I mean, Josh Allen isn't a rookie anymore, man. He's heading into year six. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean this is you know, this is he's he's seen a lot. Um and, and I think, you know, their offensive coordinator ken, you know ken dorsey's really kind of that veteran presence in there uh until very recently the bills were looking pretty bare at running back behind james cook they renegotiated naheem's time deal uh naheem Hines deal so so he's gonna be back and i'd expect him to be the primary kick returner uh, and maybe do a little bit more on the offense than he did last year. i will have a full offseason to kind of get the playbook underneath him and also give Dorsey a chance to kind of figure out how to use him. But in the end, he and James Cook are similar players. Almost immediately after the news broke that Devin Singletary signed with the Texans, the Bills signed former Patriots running back Damian Harris to a one-year deal. He had a lot of success for the Patriots. He killed the Bills multiple times. He struggled with the injuries last year. Um, but he's a different kind of back than Singletary. He's more of a power back, kind of one cut and go. Um, hits the hole hard. He runs with an authority. It can make him a more effective complement here to Cook and Hines. And so, Soup. I mean, thoughts on this? The one thing I will mention that Singletary got one year about three point seven five million. The Bills got an absolute steal with Damien Harris, one year one point seven million. So basically, half the cost.
2: I mean, definitely, definitely a good deal when it comes to when it comes to numbers and and everything, man. Um, I don't know that it's as flashy as like, oh man, like even a, even a Zeke Elliott or an Eckler or 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 or, or fucking Derrick Henry, who was all possible talks, you know, previously leading up to this. Signing Damian Harris, so I think it's more of a. I think it's a little bit under the radar, but I think it's a good move, man. You know, I mean, it'll definitely add a little bit of a, a little bit of diversity to the backfield there, man. And uh,
1: yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, we got a little bit of thunder and lightning going here with Harrison Cook, though. I, I really like this, and I I don't think he's a total zero in the passing game. I think he can be good in the screen game, and I like I like the way he runs. I mean, I've watched him tear up the Bills for years, yeah. so it's yeah. it's nice to. To kind of get him on our side um let's get over to the wide receiver position and you know i think it's fair to say that we were disappointed with with gabe davis last year there was a lot of hype he was supposed to emerge as kind of this bona fide number two and we were hoping he would take that big step forward it just never materialized and it's looking like he might be you know it's possible here we need to accept the fact that he might just be kind of a deep threat more so than than a well-rounded kind of run all the all the routes, possession, typical wide receiver two, you know, type of athlete. Barring a trade here, I mean, he's definitely gonna be back this season and he got endorsed by by Brandon Bean. But there's still some questions at the wide receiver position. And we cut IMAC, a fan favorite, Isaiah McKenzie. We sign wide receiver and punt returner Deontay Hardy, formerly known as Dante Deontay. Deontay Harris, out of uh, the Saints, New Orleans, two-year contract, thirteen and a half mil, five mil guarantees. He's he's a core special teamer, um, but he he definitely flashed, and they look at him more than just a situational deep threat. They look at him as a player that can play, you know, all three positions: outside, inside, in the slot, go deep. Um, they, they they really like his ability to kind of develop into a more rounded wide receiver um that's certainly why they why they paid him and why they brought him in we also added former dolphins wide receiver uh trent Sherfield. like hardy he's he's a tad undersized as a receiver he's an excellent you know got excellent deep speed he's a valuable special teams option i think trent Sherfield flashed last year for miami some people are down on him I, I like this signing a lot miami was disappointed to lose him um you know he was he was third in the on the team you know, behind their top two. Uh, Again, weapons. this is an uh, uh, uh,
2: under the radar one. And, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he's, is he or is he not the one that took it up the ass on the butt fumble?
1: He did. He was the butt fumble. Yep. He definitely was the butt <laughs> fumble.
2: Or the butt punt. I'm sorry, the butt punt. Yeah. He yeah, the butt punt. The yeah. Butt
1: punt. yeah. Yeah. It was the butt punt. I like both these signings. I know people are going to be like, oh, they just replaced McKenzie with, you know, more smaller, quick receivers. I don't think I think both of these two players are better receivers than Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie is more of kind of like a um, kind of like a gimmicky type player. I mean, I I love like IMAX. Yeah, right.
2: Like like with Gabe Davis, it's not consistent. Like I want consistency out of these guys. You know, now is this is this a sign? We, you know, uh, signing these couple uh, wide receivers that's kind of like a sign saying that maybe Beasley is not trying to come back. Also,
1: you know. I think Beasley would love to come back. I just don't know that the Bills, you know, want to I think they want to get younger. Um, you know, so so yeah, I mean I don't know if this if this kind of spells the end for Beasley or not. Um, you know, the, the being said, they're not done yet. So we'll right. see. Um and it's a pretty good start, but it's not enough, right? I mean, there there's still a few options available in free agency. Obviously, we talked about Odo Beckham Jr. a lot over on our main show, Joe Blow Football Show. DJ Shark is still out there. Nicole Hardman are still available uh, as we're recording this. And DeAndre Hopkins, Nuke, is available via, via trade. So, soup, if we add another wide receiver, should it be through, through free agency or in the first or second round of the draft?
2: But to be totally honest, I don't really know who's out there in the draft or enough about the uh, contenders out there in the draft. So I would only be thinking about free agency here now. And if that were the case, then... Uh, I still maybe think let's go with the drafts because a lot of people like to make a big splash in free agency and get these flashy players right away. I like the idea of going under the radar and not getting these huge name players because there's just as much chance as those people busted. There is on a fucking draft pick, man.
1: Yeah, well, certainly true. I mean, look, DJ Shark could be an interesting option for us. Obviously, I would love to have DeAndre Hopkins if we could pair Hopkins with, with, you know, Stephon Diggs, that would be a real juicy wide okay, receiver some, core.
2: Let's you get something like that, but then you're based on, a, like right away, you're based on a reputation, which is scary enough to fuck up a defense, you know, just based on the reputation alone going into it. But then, but then if there's production too, then it's like, oh fuck, yeah, that's DeAndre Hopkins and oh yeah, now... I remember why that's DeAndre Hopkins, you know? So if it pans out something like that, then, you know, yeah, it'd be great. But like, how often does something like that actually work out?
1: Well, I mean, I think if we put DeAndre Hopkins on our team, it would be an... He was was good, you know, last year when he played. I mean, the guy can still play. I think that it's just a matter of can we afford him? I think they're going to lean towards, you know, uh, the draft first or second round. I think they'll lean at, at getting another weapon in there, a young weapon. That they can control the contract on. Uh, I think that's really the game that they have to play. They've they they've got their quarterback right. They paid some key people. Now they need to draft well and and get good pickups that aren't as expensive that are going to be you know contributing members of this team. You know like a Damian Harris. So I, I just don't see them being able to spend money on uh, on these free agents. I think they're going to go in the draft. Let's finish up by discussing some other notable contracts. We did lose starting middle linebacker, Tramon Edmonds, to the Bears. And look, we'll definitely miss him, but they gave him an absolute ridiculous deal. I mean, four years, 72 million, 50 million guaranteed, makes him the highest uh, paid uh, inside linebacker, middle linebacker in the league. Absolutely ridiculous. No way we were ever gonna match that. Even if we had the salary cap, I don't know that we would want to pay $50 million for a linebacker. But we did balance that out by extending uh, uh, Matt Milano. That saved a little bit of cash. And then we re-signed Safety Jordan Poyer to a two-year contract. Hopefully, he finishes his career there. And hopefully, he gets a Super Bowl. So, happy about this uh, for for the defense? Or were you hoping they would do something else?
2: Yeah, no. I mean, if I had, you know, like I said earlier before the, you know, uh, on our last whatever when we were talking about this, you know, if I had the choice between uh, Edmonds or Poyer, I'd rather, I'd rather take Poyer because of the Poyer-Hyde combo back there. The problem with losing Edmonds is, uh, yeah, I mean, he was great for the team. We're going to miss him and everything else and and, and all that, but uh, who's going to, who's going to, who's going to be the middle linebacker now, man? You know, I mean, Milano's still there, but like, he's not going to switch position. We like, who's going to be that guy, man, you know?
1: Yeah, look, we we you know I'm I'm sure that the I think that the Bills knew they weren't going to be able to maintain and keep you know Edmonds, so I'm sure there's a plan there, and that could either come in the draft. There's still a couple notable free agents out there, you know I mean some some kind of stopgap players um, that that could be available for us. Bobby Wagner comes to mind right off the top of the, off the top of the head as they as they draft someone, but there's also a couple good linebackers in the draft, so you know we it's possible we may have a, a rookie you know filling in that spot this year. Um, We do have one more notable signing. We added former Cowboys starting guard Connor McGovern to a three-year, $23 million contract. He's expected to replace Roger Saffold, who was 34 and just didn't look like himself at times last year on on the Bills offensive line. Um, I think the word with, with McGovern was he kind of struggled a little bit with run blocking last season, but he was certainly an elite pass blocker. A lot of teams don't like to hand out sizable contracts to guards, but it was kind of a move that I think we had to make. I mean, it's 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 not it's not Mike McGlinchy money or anything like like what some of the other you know interior offensive linemen, uh players got throughout the league, but it's enough of an investment to be like, okay, we're you know that's that guy's going to start. I, Roger Saffold. Could not come. I mean, the guy's 34. He just wasn't good enough last year, and our offensive line at times wasn't good enough. So, you know, I I, I gotta trust um, the brain power here, and I, I, I really like our offensive line coach, um, Aaron Cromer. I, I expect this to be something he feels like he can work with. I expect him to be involved in that decision. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of take a wait and see approach
2: yeah i'm with you on that one man i'm with you on that one i do think it's important to beef up that line a little bit um that, that definitely was an issue last season so uh so to get more uh i, I like the more run blocking because so i'd like to see more of the run game pass blocking is great but get, get josh more protection too man he takes a lot of fucking hits back there dude Yeah, and some of it may be with them scrambling and whatnot but all that aside he gets he gets fucking like he'll get bombarded sometimes, man, and uh, you know, and that's that's on the offensive line. So, hopefully, we can kind of beef that up a little bit to where that doesn't happen
0: as much.
1: Yeah, I hope so, and I hope we, you know, I, I think that look, we needed some competition there. This gives us the ability to not have to go out and burn a first or a second round pick on an interior offensive lineman, which don't get me wrong, is a decent strategy. But I think they really want to add weapons on offense for Josh, and I think they want, you know, we, we've got some needs on defense. You know, we, we, I think we would rather draft, you know, an, an edge rusher, a D-tackle, uh, you know, a middle linebacker, a, a corner, like we've got, you know, we've got other needs. This this team under Sean McDermott has proven they want to put first-round draft picks on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we maybe change that this year with, with a weapon for Josh, but this gives them a little bit of the ability so they don't have to. So so far so good for the Bills this season. Unfortunately, ah oh man, we gotta wait a long time before we watch them play again. But lucky for you guys, the next episode of the Mafia Minute will be here before you know it. Love you, Bills Mafia, Bills fans, Western New York in general, all of Buffalo, all of Western New York. We 7. love everybody. six. Exactly. Except Patriots fans and Dolphins fans and Jets fans and Tom Brady and Cowboys. Uh, but mostly everyone else. We love you. Thanks for checking out the Mafia Minute presented by the Joe Blow Football Show. Find us on our social media, at Joe Blow Show. And you can find us on YouTube by searching for the Mafia Minute or by going to thejoblowfootballshow.com. Until next time, hey, 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 Go Bills.
2: Hey, hey, and don't let them fool you. We love all you guys, man. So, uh, you know, friendly competition. It's football, dude. Hey, go Bill. Go Bills.
0: So <laughs> well. the make me wanna shout Kick your heels up and shout Throw your hands up and shout Throw your head back shout Come on now the bills are making it happen now Stand up now come on and shout Hey yeah 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 Say you will. shout it right now baby Say you will Come on come on Say you will come on Hey, 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 hey! Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! The bills make me wanna.
2: Bueller? 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 Bueller?